Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1. After approving the hostage deal on Wednesday, November 22nd, a surprise announcement was made close to midnight from a top aide to Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu, say, saying that the highly anticipated release of the first group of 50 Israeli hostages held by Hamas in Gaza as part of a hostage deal would not take place on Thursday, November 23rd, as previously announced, but only on Friday, November 24th. National Security Council Chairman Tzachi Hanegbi circulated a statement that said that the negotiations for the hostages are, quote, constantly progressing, and the, quote, release will begin according to the original agreement between the parties, but not before Friday. The delay is a blow to families who are desperate to see their abducted children, spouses, daughters, and sisters returned after close to 50 days as Hamas hostages. According to sources close to the Israeli government, the delay could be related to the hostage list Hamas provided to Israeli officials, which lacked basic information. Israel is demanding that all relevant information they had asked for be included in the list and are waiting until they get it before implementing any deal. Qatar's foreign minister spokesperson Majed al-Ansari said that Qatar is working with the two sides along with the U.S. to quote ensure the rapid start of the truce and to provide what is necessary to ensure the party's commitment to the agreement. He also confirmed that the ceasefire between Israel and Hamas is set to begin on Friday morning, November 24th, and the hostages will be released at 4 p.m. later that day. Israel has announced that they will not be publishing the names of the hostages ahead of the release to avoid any false hope among the families if the agreement falls through. Meanwhile, Israel's offensive in Gaza continues unabated, and the director of Shifa Hospital in Gaza City was arrested by Israeli forces while evacuating to the south via the humanitarian corridor that Israel has arranged. He was taken for questioning by the Shin Bet on suspicion of enabling the hospital to be used by Hamas as an operations center. The IDF regretfully announced the death of Staff Sergeant Eitan Dov Rosenzweig, Hashem Yikim Domo, bringing the death toll in the IDF's ground operation in Gaza to 70 Rechman Litzlan. In the north, Hezbollah launched a huge rocket barrage at the Upper Galil on Thursday morning, November 23rd, one of several barrages since the morning directed at various areas of the Galil. According to the IDF, the barrage of about 50 rockets was the largest from Hezbollah since the start of the war, making Israeli leaders believe that Hezbollah may be entertaining the thought of entering the war fully. The IDF is prepared to deal with such a scenario and has emphatically warned Hezbollah to stay out of the fight or suffer the full wrath and might of the IDF. Number 2 The FBI is investigating a vehicle explosion that occurred on Wednesday, November 22nd at the Rainbow Bridge border crossing between the US and Canada near Niagara Falls. The Bentley sedan was going close to 100 miles per hour when it rammed into a median near the checkpoint area on the American side of the Rainbow Bridge at around 11.15 a.m. The car exploded into a fiery ball of flames, killing the driver and his passenger, and the busy border crossing and all bridges, tunnels, and airports in the area were shut down for several hours as law enforcement agencies feared that the crash was a part of a broader terrorist attack. The blast raised concerns of a possible terror attack on both sides of the border, but New York Governor Kathy Hochul said later Wednesday 
that terrorism had been ruled out by investigators. Despite that, New York City Mayor Eric Adams said that the NYPD has enhanced security at all important buildings and crossings. Quote, the NYPD and our team have been closely monitoring the situation on the ground in Buffalo after an explosion at the Rainbow Bridge, and we've already sent NYPD officers upstate to support efforts on the ground. The NYPD and our partners have already enhanced security, and the city is on heightened alert due to the upcoming holiday, so the public will see increased security at locations across New York City, including entry and egress points into and out of the city, said Mayor Adams. Number three. Kentucky Governor Andy Bashir declared a state of emergency in Rockcastle County following a multi-car train derailment on Wednesday, November 22nd that his office said resulted in a chemical spill of molten sulfur, which is known to release sulfur dioxide, a deadly poison. Around 16 train cars were involved in the incident, including two carrying molten sulfur that ended up on fire. At approximately 2.30 p.m. on Wednesday, November 22nd, a train owned by CSX derailed north of Livingston, Kentucky. Authorities encouraged people in central Kentucky to evacuate on the eve of Thanksgiving as the raging and dangerous fire was still only 50% contained by Thursday morning, November 23rd. One member of the two-person crew was treated at the scene for minor injuries, the train company said. Two of the other cars that derailed were carrying magnesium hydroxide, another poisonous gas. But there was no indication they were breached, CSX said on Thursday. The other impacted cars were carrying non-hazardous products or were empty. The crash led officials to shut down US-25 in both directions from the Laurel County line to Callaway Branch Road, and it's unclear when it will reopen. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio, and have a great day.